Hey everybody, welcome to today's Jumpstart. My name is Ray Reynolds and I'm really glad you're with us today. I am going to be reading and speaking from this incredible book by Myron Golden called From the Trash Man to the Cash Man. It is a life-changing book. As I read, I'm going to just be sharing what I did or I didn't do or how I applied these principles or how I didn't apply these principles, but it starts off. I'm just going to go straight from the beginning. Um, again, when, when I talk about Myron Golden, I just want you to know that everything he writes, everything he puts out is from a biblical foundation. His Bible study, Bible Success Academy on Facebook every Wednesday morning at 4.30 a.m. Pacific time is absolutely mind-boggling. So I'm going to start right from the beginning. And this first chapter is, what are your chances of becoming rich? Hmm. Well, here are the statistics. Of 100 people working from age 20 to 65, and that's a 45-year time period, one becomes rich four become financially independent, five are still working, 28 are dead, 62 are dead broke. What that means is this. In America, 5% of the people make it financially and 95% don't. What an amazing statistic. What a, actually it's it's a sad statistic. And unfortunately, I'm in that 95%, but I'm not staying there. That's me talking, by the way. There is a definite line that separates the haves from the have-nots when it comes to making it financially in America. 5% make it, 95% don't. That's scary when you think about it. It's scarier when you read those numbers in a little different way. In the wealthiest country that has ever existed in the history of the world, you have a 95% chance of not making it and only a 5% shot at making it. By the time we're done reading this book, however, you'll have the tools to become financially independent. I don't know about you, but that got me excited right there, that one sentence. You will also have the wherewithal to teach your children and grandchildren these principles and change your family for generations. When you think about the fact that 5% of the people make it and 95% don't make it, how does that make you feel? Well, at my age, it makes me feel like I have a lot of work to do. But I do, and this is me talking, this is Ray talking. I I believe that with God, all things are possible. But without, I mean, we have to step out in faith. Faith without works is dead. We can't just sit back and think things are going to change if we're not willing to put the work in. It makes me, it makes me feel, it says, does it make you feel afraid? Does it make you feel concerned? Does it make you feel angry? Does it make you feel slighted? Does it make you wonder which one of those two groups you were in? If it does, that's good. If it doesn't, then this book probably won't help you. Since we are reading this book, I'll assume that you're a person who has a desire to end up in the top 5% instead of the bottom 95%. If I have you pegged right and you are one of the people who want to be in the 5%, I can tell you how to do it in two sentences. In fact, these two sentences are so simple and so powerful that if you follow them, they will make you rich. Before we get to that, however, I want to make sure you're ready for your life change and that you're open to ideas that will challenge your thinking. I got to stop right there. Think about that. 
He said, Myron says, I want to make sure that you're ready for your life change and that you are open to ideas that will challenge your thinking. In the course of this pandemic, I have seen so many people that aren't ready for their life change. They know that they're in trouble, but they're not doing anything to do any, they're not doing anything about it. They're not ready for their life change. And they're not open to ideas that will challenge their thinking. And I'm gonna go back to the book. Challenging your thinking, that's exactly what this book will do. It's going to give you some great ideas to think about. It's going to give you some steps to take you on your journey to becoming wealthy in the wealthiest country that has ever existed. I want you to realize from the beginning that nothing in this book is status quo and it will challenge your thinking. But remember this, while these concepts are more likely to be outside the box for you, consider this. If your way of thinking could make you rich, you would already be there or on your way there. With that in mind, let's look at the two-sentence wealth formula. Out of 100 people who work from age 20 to 65, these are the statistics of how they'll end up 45 years later. I'm going to repeat this again. One of those people will end up rich. Four will be financially dependent. That puts you in the top 5%. Five are still working. 28 are dead. 62 are dead broke. That's the bottom 95%. The two-sentence wealth formula is this. Are you ready? If you want to become wealthy, then you have to find out what the top 5% of people do financially and do the same thing. That is sentence number one. I'm going to read that again. If you want to become wealthy, then you have to find out what the top 5% of people do financially and do the same thing. That is sentence number one. The second sentence in the two-sentence wealth formula is even more important than the first. You've got to find out what the bottom 95% are doing financially, and whatever else you do, don't do what they do. (laughs) The question to ask then The questions to ask then are, are, what do the top 5% do that those in the bottom 95% don't do? What do the bottom 95% do that the top 5% don't do? You need to study these two things in great detail. I would recommend that you become fanatical about finding out the difference between the habits of the rich and the habits of the poor. If you study both wealth and poverty, You can learn how to become wealthy, write down what you learn, and follow it to the letter. I got to tell you that ever since this pandemic hit, this was the first book I picked up. This was the first book I got, and reading that one page alone, I have seriously become fanatical about changing my life. And the question is, for all of us, are are, are we going to become fanatical about changing our lives? I'm going to continue on in the book. As simple and as funny as these two sentences might seem, most people do neither one, either one. In the first part of this book, I'll show you how to make a list and start studying wealth and poverty so that you can understand what the differences are. Then you will be able to make a conscious decision to become wealthy. Also know that every financial principle I teach in this book is based on biblical principles. Amen to that. I understand that most people think that it's God's design for them to be broke and for them to struggle. 
I read in the Bible in Proverbs 10.22, which says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Well, if that's the case, the question is I, that I have for you is, is that your experience? The hand of the diligent maketh rich, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Proverbs 10.24. That is a principle. Diligence is more like to bring riches and laziness is more likely to bring poverty. All principles always work the same for everybody. I'm going to say that again. All principles always work the same for everybody. Follow the principles that rich people follow and stop following the principles that poor people follow and you will become rich. It's that simple. Let's start the list. Get out a journal or a notebook or a notebook and start writing make two lists one will be what rich people do and one will be what poor people do start paying attention to the differences between the habits of the rich and the habits of the poor start modeling the habits of the rich immediately in the next chapter we'll begin to examine the differences between the habits of the rich and the habits of the poor and I just want to close this first podcast out on this book by saying I never saw a lot of these Bible verses that Myron Golden shows me shows me throughout this whole book I never paid attention to them I worked for a check every week I worked I traded my time for money I didn't I didn't realize the value and importance of leveraging your time Um, I, I didn't realize the power of working as a team yet I would always see see people who made residual income and who leveraged their time I would always see the success they were having and I tried to have that success but I was uneducated on how to achieve the success that most of these people were achieving I was I was uneducated. I was a bad steward with certain financial blessings that God brought my way. I was a bad steward with the the finances that God brought my direction. And how many of you know that the Bible says that you have to be faithful with, with the little things first before God will put you in charge of the big things? Or That's a biblical truth. I realized that I needed to be faithful with the little things first. I needed to realize that leasing cars and buying cars and renting homes and not keeping a tight budget or at least track of my budget, tracking my budget, was being a bad steward. And so when I picked up this book from the trash man to the cash man, it was like picking up, it is picking up the pathway, what I need to do to radically change my finances and the finances of my my life and the finances of my children and their children. Because the Bible says to leave an inheritance for your children's children. And I have an, every intention of doing that even though I've got I've gotten started later in life. But there's an old saying better late than never. I'm going to read through this book. I pray that you join us. I pray that um through this process you will take this journey with us 
you will jump on this journey with us and, and, and together we will change. Maybe together we'll do business. Maybe together we'll build something that's extraordinary, that, that we can serve others, that we can be a blessing to people, that we can serve God in a greater way. And maybe we can even step from a job, step away from a job we hate. I want to be clear. I love my job. I love my job. Lord willing, I'm going to go back to it when we return to production. However, uh, I, I want to change my life. I'm going to change my life residually. And I'm going to buy back my time. I'm going to leverage my time. I'm going to follow this book from the trash man to the cash man to a T because it's all based on biblical principles. It's time that we start walking by faith and not by sight.